Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to get your point across without shutting your husband down. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have created a free video on communication in marriage for you. This video is for you if you've ever felt like you can't get through to your husband or like he never listens to you or if he doesn't hear you right and you lose your cool during difficult conversations. In just 30 minutes, this video will help you lay the foundation for healthy communication in marriage and teach you how to handle difficult conversations so you can feel more connected and like you're on the same team as your husband. So you can visit the link in the show notes to access that. And also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and I hope you'll join us. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to get your point across without shutting your husband down. Today, I want to teach you how you can share your opinion with your husband and get your point across in a conversation without shutting him down and causing disconnect in your relationship. But first, we need to start with some understanding of why men can get shut down so easily. So like I often do, I am going to use some research to support my teachings today. The information that I'm about to share with you is a result of research from author Shanti Feldhahn, who wrote the book For Women Only. Awesome book. If you haven't read it, I definitely recommend it. According to Shanti's research, a man's greatest need is to feel that his wife respects, admires, believes in, and appreciates him. His greatest need. In a survey, 75% of men said if they had to choose between feeling inadequate and disrespected or alone and unloved, they would choose alone and unloved. So those two things are not actually completely independent though. Because if a man feels disrespected, he is going to feel unloved. So what this means is that if we want to love our husband in the best way that he can feel that love, that means we need to make sure that he feels our respect in both words and actions. So it's not enough for us to tell our husband that we respect or admire him he actually needs to experience it. Our conversations with our husbands are often places where they feel we do not respect them, hence the whole reason for this podcast. Because many times without realizing it, women tell their husbands what they should say or think or do or even that they're flat out wrong. And when we do that, this communicates to our husbands that we do not think they are smart enough to figure out things on their own. It's not what we're thinking, but that's how they take it. And this hurts them deeply and it shuts them down. Sometimes you'll know he's shutting down because he'll blow up at you, 
but other times they quietly simmer inside. I have had numerous, and I mean numerous, experiences with this. Still learning, still practicing. Like, it's so much better than it ever was, but you know, I'm a work in progress, people. So I just want you to know, like, if you're experiencing this, you are not alone. I would say you're in good company, and this is something that we not not really taught in school, but it's something that I'm teaching you now, and we can learn over time so that we can understand our husband better, and he can understand us better, and we can have better conversations. So I thought I would share a story with you, one that stays burned in my mind. There was one time where we were sitting around the kitchen table talking about our plans for the weekend, and when I say we, I mean my husband my son, and myself. And I could just tell by the way the conversation was going that my husband was about to give my son an assignment, like cleaning the garage or something. I'm just making that up in my brain. And so my husband said three words, Tyler needs two. And as soon as he said those three words, I interrupted. I didn't even let him finish his sentence. I just interrupted and said, what Tyler needs to do is his homework. This completely shut my husband down. You see, my friends, I was the one feeling stressed about my son's homework. How ironic is that? Wasn't my homework, it was Tyler's. But by interrupting my husband, I showed a huge lack of respect for what his thoughts were, especially considering I didn't even know what he was going to say. It's not like I even let him say it and then counter offered, made a different offer. I just cut it right off. I didn't assume the best or give him the benefit of the doubt. I just blazed right in there to try and correct it. So what, what I see here is in this situation, I just let my inner control freak come right out, right? And that shut my husband down. And once I realized it, I tried to like backpedal a little bit and correct it and, you know, apologize. Like, I'm sorry, you know, I should not have cut you off. You know, what do you, what were you trying to say? And, and he was just done. He was like, nope, not now. I was shot down. And so he like literally was done. It was just so disrespectful to him. And so, you know, learn from me. That's not the best way to go about having a meaningful conversation and connecting with your husband. But so what happened there and part of why he was just so shut down was that I really took a leadership moment away from him. And I also drained a little bit of love that was in his love tank, you know? I made it look like I didn't respect his thoughts, so much so that I would interrupt his speaking. Like we all hate that, right? So this is a good example of what not to do if you wanna feel connected to your husband and you want him to feel connected to you. And I'm sharing this story with you because I think this is something really common in that we women don't even realize that we're doing it. We don't even realize that we're shutting our husbands down. We're just being very well-intentioned, I might add. We are well-intentioned. Our heart is in the right place. But we say something and then our husband has a negative reaction. And then we're left kind of like scratching our heads. Like, what just happened there? Like, why... aside from the interrupting thing, like what happened? And so I want us to take pause here and like just learn from this situation. And I want to just say that one of the biggest complaints that I hear from women 
is they want their husband to be a leader in their home, right? But those very same women, me included, are not letting their husband have a chance to lead because they're afraid to fail or they're afraid that their husband will fail or that it will cause failure for their family, right? That's kind of what's happening here. So not to mention when we do this, we're stomping all over our husband's tender egos and they are tender. So what do we do when we feel strongly that we are right about something? So let's take my example from above. This is pretty vivid. How could I have handled that better? First, and if you've ever worked with me or listened to my podcast, you know that I will say, take a deep breath. (laughs) Breathe, take a deep breath. So I would have taken a deep breath and let my husband finish his sentence if I could go back and redo it. And then if I disagreed with what he said, or I felt a need to add my own view on what my son needed to do, I would first seek to understand where my husband was coming from on this, like asking for clarification or timing or kind of what he was thinking. And then once I understood, there may or may not be a problem. I may have been totally fine with it. Or I might have thought I need to state my concerns here and I should state them positively, right? Instead of like being intrusive or overbearing or negative. And so I want to encourage you, remember that men love to solve problems, right? They love fixing things and solving problems. And that's why they sometimes rub us wrong the wrong way, right? Get on our nerves. So what would it have been like, you guys, if I would have said something like, I am feeling anxious about Tyler having enough time to study this weekend. I'm there. I'm just putting it out there. Who knows what Tyler would have said? He would have said, don't worry about it, mom. I'm totally fine. (laughs) I totally took that away from my kid too. Isn't that funny? But if I would have said just like something vulnerable, like about what was on my mind and my heart, I would have opened the door for a conversation with my husband and my son about that. And we could have worked it out as a team instead of me trying to be the Miss Bossy Pants, right? It sounds a little awful, but that's what it boils down to, right? And again, I just want to say like all of us women who can be Miss Bossy Pants, we are coming from the right place. Our heart is in the right place. We've got the right intentions, but there are easier ways to communicate these things. And it's really, if you just look at this conversation, how I've broken it down for you is like, It can be easy to get our point across when we know how to do it. And that's sharing authentically and like beautifully from your heart, right? Okay, so that is the first and most important step is to be aware of how you're coming across. So the next big question then is, is this the right moment to have this conversation? Because sometimes, especially if you are feeling heated, maybe that deep breath doesn't help you and you're feeling a little agitated, that's not the best time to talk about it then. I would just highly encourage you in the heat of the moment to take that breath and back off. Go take a walk, go to the bathroom, do what you have to do because it might not be the right moment. If you can't do it calmly, in a way that is honoring of everyone in the conversation, take a break, right? And I also want to encourage you, we don't have to resolve every issue in only one conversation, 
issues can take multiple conversations to work out. And I don't know if you're like me, but like I just want to nip it in the bud and take care of it. But maybe that's not always the best approach. So what if we go into like this first conversation about it with the intent to listen and understand and then talk about it later? You know, it's kind of actually a good rule of thumb in any difficult conversation or where you might be feeling um, heated or like you really need to get your point across. It's a good rule of thumb to listen more than you speak. And we know that James 1.19 says, Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Right? So if we kind of take that perspective... We can maybe take a pause from the conversation if it's not going to be healthy, and then we can start the conversation again another time after you have had time to gather your thoughts, like based on what you learned from your husband and what he was saying. And I know that can be hard for those of you that really like to handle things right away, but it works and it brings so much peace to the conversation and the relationship. And what I will say is if you will practice this, like you will see It's so much better and actually saves you time and energy and all of the negative things that come from having like a harsh conversation. So this tool can work for any conversation, you guys. So let's just think about my my example was with a child and making plans for the weekend, but maybe you're making plans to build a house or buy a new house and you each have different views, or maybe you have different views on how to spend your tax refund when that's coming in, or what about where to take your next vacation, or when to take it, or if you should even take it, right? Like thinking about like these conversations in life where we get tripped up or where one or or another of us might have, and we know they might have a different opinion on it, approach the conversation first seeking to understand instead of to come in and like defend yourself and sell yourself. You will be so amazed at how much more smoothly the conversation can go and how much both of you can change your perspective. It is magical because it allows both you and your husband to get your point across and be understood. So cool, you guys. So I hope that this helps you and I know that it is easier said than done and sometimes we really need that outside person to help us see our conversations in a different light and I would love to be that person to help you if you need it. If it's something that you're interested in working on, reach out to me for a complimentary consultation. We'll talk about what's going on right now, what you want it to look like, and then we will come up with a plan for how you can get there. Just this conversation alone will be enough to bring you so much hope and relief. And so I offer that to you as a complimentary conversation. No no strings attached, no pressure, anything like that. And then we can talk about if you need help going forward. So, so good. Okay, so remember, in the meantime, check out my communication in marriage video for you. Lots of great things in there if you're having trouble with communication and marriage. The link for that is in the show notes. And don't forget to join us in the Life Design community on Facebook. 
And I would like to say, if you find these podcasts really helpful, would you consider going on to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and giving me a positive review to help let other women know that this podcast is something that would be helpful for them so that we can keep spreading the word and keep positively impacting relationships worldwide. Thank you. That would mean so much to me. I hope this was helpful to you, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.